Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Indeed, Katie. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, that's us. It is indeed. Okay, do you know anything about the Tommy Westfall universe? I multiverse. Don't think I do. Okay, let me ask you this. Have you ever heard of Tommy Westfall? I don't think I have. Well, do you remember the uh, finale of St. Elsewhere? Okay, so I didn't watch it, but here's what I know about it. Also, spoiler alert, it was all a dream, right? And it was like there was a snow globe and it was a child with autism that was having the dream. Let's go ahead and have a listen. And Holly, there's a YouTube clip right there under the St. Elsewhere finale. I want us to listen to a little bit of that finale. This is a young boy with a snow globe talking to his dad and his, I think, a grandpa or somebody. Uh, he's playing with the snow globe. Let's have a listen. Careful with that, son. Remember I told you that? I don't understand this autism thing, Pop. Here's my son. I talk to him. I don't even know if he can hear me. He sits there all day long in his own world, staring at that toy. What's he thinking about? All right, all right, come on, son. Let's go wash our hands, all right? So basically, that is the finale, the series finale mm-hmm. of St. Elsewhere. And you find out that the entire show has been nothing more than the fruitful imagination of a young autistic boy named Tommy Westfall. Now, I had not remembered that particular moment in TV history because that was, you know, I wasn't watching St. Elsewhere, yeah. right? At that, I was aware of it, but would only have seen it in passing, didn't know about the finale. However, then I was thinking, like, that's pretty cool that they were already, you know, I didn't realize that, you know, people with autism were already in popular culture mm-hmm. from uh, at least written into television shows. So that was pretty cool. But then uh, I learned about something that will blow your mind. So we've got Tommy Westfall, the finale of St. Elsewhere. And it turns out the entire show in the mind of him, that's not the only show that is entirely in the mind of Tommy Westfall, meaning completely imagination. It turns out there are other shows that are completely in the imagination of Tommy Westfall. It turns out that actually 400 of your favorite television shows have been consumed, encompassed, relegated to, or made a part of Tommy Westfall's imagination, meaning 
a good chunk, if not most, of your favorite television shows are actually just a figment of your imagination. I do not understand. Because there are shows that crossed over in St. Elsewhere. So if you believe that the entire series of St. Elsewhere was living in the imagination of a boy, well, there were crossover episodes. For example, did you know that there was a Cheers crossover episode? No. With St. Elsewhere? No. Okay. That wasn't the only one. Well, if you take that there are those overlaps, then those shows so must then, also be part of so Tommy Westfall's Cheers universe. Is also, which also then means Frasier is also. And a lot of those obvious ones, but I'm telling you, it goes all the way back to I Love Lucy. It goes all the way forward to Veronica Mars and some of your uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I want somebody who can do this better than I to explain what the Tommy Westfall multiverse is and how it's going to blow your television mind. Let's have a little listen. One central and very important crossover takes place when Alfre Woodard, who plays St. Elsewhere's Dr. Roxanne Turner, reprised that role in a 1998 episode of Homicide Life on the Street titled Mercy. This means that if the fictional Dr. Turner is a complete Westfall fabrication and she shows up on Homicide, then Homicide must also, by extension, be a Westfall fabrication. But okay, hold on. Because Homicide and much of television draws from its surroundings, from the past and present of its medium as well as others, Tommy Westfall becomes not unlike the breadcrumb trail or contrast medium, making visible the extreme intertextuality of popular primetime TV. Once Homicide is part of the Tommy Westfall universe, every character crossing from it to other shows draws those shows into the Westfall universe, even if the characters crossing over aren't in St. Elsewhere to begin with. Characters crossing from those shows to a third circle of shows then draw more characters into the universe, and the process continues until the complex of TV we normally think of as being comprised of many discrete, fictional universes separated by show title is laid out as one continuous fictional landscape. Whoa! Oh, God! Doesn't that blow your mind? Yeah, this is a lot to take in. It is, right? right so now. now I heard, and uh, what I'm going to do is post, uh, you know, post the podcast where I heard this whole thing explained. And it really, I'm literally on walking my dog yesterday, and my mind explodes because I'm like, oh my God, this means that all of television basically. This feels the like the imagination oh of a boy. This feels seriously like the that moment that you first realize that there's no end to space yeah. and you can't you can't grasp really it. figure that out how that is. Suddenly everything I thought I understood about television is toppled on its side also, by this theory. Have you heard of the character of John Munch? Because this was know. another thing that blew my mind. So, you know, what we're talking about, and you might say, well, that's a cute parlor trick, right? But what you don't realize is there are incredibly deep connections from one show to another that you weren't even aware of. Characters, mm-hmm. uh, companies, entities, things that were a legitimate part of one series, which, by the way, in some way is connected back to St. Elsewhere, are replicated, duplicated, end up showing up, whether it's an overt or a covert crossover in some of your other favorite shows. For example, and this is one of the ones that I learned about last night, John Munch. This is a fictional character played by Richard Belzer. And uh, he first appeared on Homicide, which was the show that we heard Mm -hmm. first connected with Mm -hmm. uh, St. Elsewhere, Elsewhere, right? Well, this character has showed up in other series, a Law & Order spinoff, 
SVU. Um, in addition to other series, Internal Affairs. Uh, where was the other one? I thought they're like Curb Your Enthusiasm. But anyway, it, this character shows up in a bunch of TV shows. So then you've got this character sort of roaming out there. And a lot of this is, you know, the television writers know exactly what they're doing. Right. But it's, it's again, creating this giant fabric that you weren't even aware of that's living out there. It's kind of fun, right? Okay, what about, like, uh, okay, because when you were talking about, like, business entities that show up. Like or, companies. Co- yes, companies. But, like, would it would the same then be for, perhaps, like, the facade of a building or a set that is similar? Do you know what I mean? Like, do they count in? And also, who is the person who did the graphing on this? A, a lot of people. And, and in it's fact, insane. And, in fact, we could go real deep because there are rules. Because you might say, well, just because they used, borrowed a name, does that really connect it to the universe? Well, there are discrete rules for how this is all laid out. It's not. I mean, it is what it is, right? I'm not trying to right. say that that we're not real, right? But we might not you be. Don't know. You but, don't know. But um, people have thought about this, and it's fascinating to sort of just watch all of the interconnections because I, they were things that, as a pop culture nerd, I was totally not aware of. Yeah, I. Had, this is crazy. I think, for example, the the aspect of this particular story that most people can relate to though, or have some experience with is crossovers, right? So when they started listing out all these crossovers that were connecting things, it was the connections we really didn't know about, but we've heard of crossover episodes Mm -hmm. before, right? Mm -hmm. You know, whether it's happy days and uh, Laverne and Shirley, um, whether it's the Clampets, did you know, for example, there's crossover between Clampets, Petticoat Junction, and there's one other one. I can't, uh, green acres, granny, was on each of those three shows. So, you know, that I think is the thing most people have some connection yeah, to. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have like a favorite? Well, I, yeah, I can connection? tell you that like the Grey's and it's very interesting. Private practice isn't on any longer. And now there's this new, I think it's called Station 19, um, that's part of the Shondaland productions. But those are both shows that spun off but had have consistently continue to have crossover with Grey's Anatomy. You know I'm going to go to Grey's Anatomy. But what's interesting about it is when you watch any one of those shows, you are aware that they happen concurrently with each other in a similar space with, and they refer to characters within each show. And so you're sort of watching it with that lens. And if you don't watch one of the shows and a character comes in from the other show, um, you don't have the same kind of connection with them in that way. And it's an interesting mechanism to get people watching all the different entities. Yeah. So do we want people to, you know, join in on the fun? I feel like people have recollections or memories or, you know, favorite TV crossover moments, or maybe there's a crossover that you're really hoping um, happens or you would like to see that you haven't already seen. I have a list too of some of the top uh, TV crossovers, everything from the $6 million man to Alf and Gilligan's Island. Did you know that was a crossover? Nuh-uh. Yeah, I'll tell you about it. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. What kind of crossovers do you remember, or do you wish would happen? On uh, the Colleen and Bradley show, we'll take your calls after this on My Talk one zero seven one. Okay, what 
are your favorite crossover TV shows? That's the question we're asking you to call in on. 651-641-1071 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Yeah. Yes, and you were just educating me on the Tommy Westfall multiverse. Yeah, that's a long conversation. It's just, it's kind of like if you're a TV uh, lover, a classic TV lover, you can go deep on the Tommy Westfall multiverse. And I'll put something up on Twitter so that you can sort of like dig into that if you've never heard of it. I'm sure there are a lot of people who have. But the takeaway for me is that there are a lot more TV crossovers, that is, um, characters or shows interacting with one another than uh, perhaps many people realize. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know we threw up in the phone lines. We want to get to a a couple. I've got some examples, too, if we need them. Yeah, let's um, actually, why don't you give one uh, really quick example just to kind of lay some context groundwork? Holly, could you play the first clip that's in this particular segment from YouTube? What's happening in... Oh. That was fun. I was doing other things. No worries. <laughs> okay. I was you're, busy. You're, yeah, I want I you to he- listen to this here, and listen to this. see if you can figure out who the two shows are. Okay. This is like the throwback live all over again now. Fine. Man, she always been like that? Nah. She used to be mean. <laughs> <laughs> we tied the not 40 years ago and I've been swinging from it ever since. <laughs> Yeah, I hear you, man. Shoot, it's women like that make you realize why God made darkness. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> you insulting my wife? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hold up a second there, cul-de-sac. <laughs> okay, so I've got Fresh Prince. Yep. You don't know who the other person is? I'm trying to. Oh, come on. I mean... It's hard when I'm not looking at the answer. She didn't know the Sex in the City theme. Yeah, that's Leave true. me alone. No, neither did you. Do not. Anyone? Are we talking? Is that? Uh, are we doing? Um, it's coming. Hold on. Oh, hold on. Come on. We're girl. moving on up. Save yourself. The Jeffersons. Thank you. Oh, got it. I was there. Woof. Okay. So yeah, that was Fresh Prince of Bel Air and the Jeffersons. I don't remember that I those two either. shows crossed paths. They did. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Let's go to Annie. Annie's on the line. Uh, hi, Annie. What's your favorite crossover? Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Best ever. Yes, thank Why? you. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, what made it for you the best ever? Well, I was a, I'm a, I'm mid thirties, so you know, TV was my babysitter growing up, and I grew up with all of those characters. You know, they taught me all of the life lessons. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Annie. And what's so cool about it is, again, when you're watching those shows and you know that they're happening in the same, you know, that they're happening concurrently, and you see those characters kind of come back together every once in a while. It sort of just lends a different perspective to the world that and they Melrose exist in. And Melrose was really a spinoff of, of 90210, yep. so there was, that's how they introduced the series as yep. a crossover. Exactly. Uh, let's go to Icarus. Ooh, I like that. Icarus is on the line. Hello, Icarus. Don't fly too close to the sun. Hi. I'm just now realizing that maybe they aren't super great crossovers now that I think about it. That's okay. <laughs> I, we'll take anything. I was just- All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just remembering, I mean, this may have been the young, you know, gay self when I was a kid, but I always loved all the Scooby-Doo crossovers. Oh, yeah, those are legit. Like, I mean, and I'm thinking about it, my favorites were, like, Mama Cass and, like, Phyllis Diller, and I'm thinking, oh, wait, those aren't crossovers for TV shows, but they did do, like, Partridge Family and Brady Bunch and stuff yes. like that. And so, like, there's some crossovers in there. Uh, yeah, no, those are, per- we will accept them. In fact, they <laughs> yeah. absolutely were legit, and one of those was Gilligan's Island. And Gilligan's Island, if, Holly, you want to play the third clip, we can hear um, one particular Gilligan's Island, Gilligan's Island crossover, which, by the way, had most of its crossovers after it went off the air. I must have slept through the night. Oh. Hey, where's my shovel? Where's my house? Skipper! Skipper! Can I fish too? It's Gilligan! The Skipper, too! Alright, so who is that, Colleen? Well, that's Elf. Yes. And then Gilligan from Gilligan's Island. Yep, so 1987, yes. Gilligan's Island crossed over with and I, Elf. And I oddly remember that suddenly. And I and I feel like there there were more of that type of crossover that happened not when the older show was on the air, where they would come back through a more current show. Yeah. That's so interesting. Let's go to Steve. Steve, oh gosh, nope, we can't go to Steve, unfortunately, because we are running out of time. So, I will say that Steve also wanted to contribute the Scooby-Doo crossover. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. So those were great. Absolutely. Those were really good. Um, fascinating. You know, and then I just it just occurred to me, like, what if we started to take some movies into account? Movies that cross over with TV shows that then cross over with other TV shows in the movies, like the Brady Bunch and the Partridge oh, Family, sure, et cetera, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I mean, mind blown. All right, we got Crazy Stupid Idiots coming up next, and we're going to do a little Facebook Live on the My Talk 1071 Facebook page here in the break. Hope you'll join us there. We'll be back after this. Dumb people doing dumb things. We tell you about them every single day on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Streaming live at mytalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and those dumb people. We have a name for them, and we call them crazy, stupid idiots. Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah! Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly or and or again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. Now, I'm trying to remember. Yes, this uh, Palm Beach. That's in Florida. Yep. Okay. Imagine this. Imagine you're hanging out on a Sunday just doing life you're doing your sunday life and all of a sudden the power goes out and then you know how that that hideous sound that your phone makes when it when an alert comes through that like that thing you know yeah. and you're like oh my gosh okay so alert 
on my phone. I pick up my phone and here's what the alert says. Okay. Power outage and zombie alert for residents of Lake Worth and Terminus. Oh my. There are now far less than 7,380 customers involved due to extreme zombie activity. Oh no. Restoration time uncertain. I would go doo doo in my pants. Because you believe. Oh, I don't have to believe. It just is. You can't the zombie you don't have to believe facts. Now, um, they still don't know who is responsible for the zombie alert. The uh, the power outage alert was very real, and they were trying to notify people about the power outage. But zombies had not really factored into the chaos, oh. at least at that point. Um, so uh, they are still looking into the reports that the system mentioned zombies, says Ben Kerr, who's the city's public information officer. He says, quote, I want to reiterate that Lake Worth does not have any zombie activity currently, and I apologize for the system message. Okay. So I would somebody be got curious, fired, hopefully. I would be curious if there was anybody who really was concerned about the zombies besides you. Um, you know, you laugh. I do. But people take zombies seriously. If I told you to open the phone lines right now, they would light up with people who are legitimately worried about zombies. The CDC has a plan. Thank you! Call us, 651-641-1071. Are you worried about the zombie apocalypse? Actually, Thank the you. the are busy. Well, you know Don't, what? Let's open them up. Yeah, I really, them up. I would like, yeah, because I want to talk to people who are equally as unhinged okay, as Bradley. Just want to let everyone know the bachelorette party tickets have been claimed. So yeah, call no. with the bachelorette party. Exactly. Her. Only call if, you are, if you're ready to talk zombies. Zombie. Zombie. Yeah, okay. see? They have songs about it. Anyway, while we're waiting, I'm going to share... Uh, a story. They with also you. have songs about landing on the moon. And we did. Which Not. you don't, which tells us a lot. Domino's ooh, is in the headlines. Why? Because a customer was arrested for doing something naughty. Would you oh, like to know what that is? Did they do it with the pizza? We need to, ew, oh, what? It's crazy, stupid idiots. Weird things happen. No, that's, that's where your mind far. goes. It's crazy, stupid idiots. Do not. So, you I know mean, we've had stuff the, like that. Special in the immortal sauce. words of me. That's nasty. Oh, you nasty. A drunk man was arrested at a Domino's in Massachusetts. That's what dumb people say. Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just from Massachusetts. It's Massachusetts. Thank you. Anyway, after uh, freaking out over something, I want to tell you about Sean Wittenmeyer. Mm-hmm. He's 42 years young. Doesn't look a day over creepy, and he was taken into custody for disorderly conduct on Friday after causing a scene at a Hyamas location of the chain restaurant. Do you know what he was doing? I mean, I already guessed, and I was told nope. I was nasty. Nope, that's nasty. <laughs> he got into an argument mm-hmm. with one of the staff over um, his points. Oh, the you know, yes. His pizza points. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you got to keep track of your pizza points because you can get free pizzas. So they were like, dude, you don't have that many points. Also, I smell booze on you. You need to leave. Okay. He did not want to leave because he thought that he had more piece of the pie rewards points than he did. Now, the piece of pie pizza pie pie rewards system point system is where you order ten dollars mm-hmm. and that gets you a point. Sixty mm-hmm. points later, that's six hundred dollars. You got to spend six hundred dollars for a two topping medium pizza. Honey, do that again. Do your math again, sweetie. Sixty dollars, yeah, 
No, it's one point. For every $10. Yeah. So get to 60 points, please. Oh, you have to get to 60 points. Okay, sorry. I was, it was, I, I apologize. I'm sorry. I blew up. Sex in the city. Don't even start because you didn't know either. No, okay. but I did math right. So anyway. I have a pizza available with my pizza points. Ooh, God, you spend a lot of money at Pizza Hut. Mm-hmm. No, this is Domino's. Or, I'm sorry, Domino's. And why the why are you not spending it at Pizza oh, Hut? Oh, I can't talk about you it. You cheated. No, I cannot talk about what do you mean it. You can't talk about they it. They repeatedly got my order wrong. Oh, that's So then is we not had to go Domino's, and my kids prefer Domino's. That's a Domino. Anyway, <laughs> I call them Dama. Yes. <laughs> No, you don't actually call okay, them that. Fine. Um, but I did want to go back to Mr. Whitmire because he was in handcuffs. He, remember, I think I would be angry, frankly, upon learning that I needed to spend $600 to get a free something. But anyway, he did not think that they honored his points the way that they should have. And so they told him to leave. He did not take that well. He was drunk. And? Well, remember that lady at Tim Hortons? <gasps> no, he did not. No, he didn't. Okay. The lady at Tim Hortons was a lot worse. He just knocked over a bunch of pizza boxes. That'll show him. <laughs> the only problem was the pizza boxes were in the hands of the delivery driver. Oh, poor guy. Um, I will tell you, after authorities put him in handcuffs, he continued to put up a fight. <sighs> He began taunting police officers, referencing recently murdered Yarmouth Police Sergeant. No. Police Sergeant? Sorry. Yarmouth Police Sergeant Sean Gannon and saying he wished the officer on scene was the one who died. I, you know. I mean, it got dark. Yeah, that's ill-advised. Um, that just went real dark. All for pizza points. All over pizza. Was it worth it? No. I mean. No. And I would have been mad if it was it my was, pizza that was knocked out of the yeah, person's hands that and then I didn't get my pizza. Twice as long to get if it. If it was Pizza Hut and it was a stuffed crust, maybe. Mm. I feel like, I, you know, we grew up eating Domino's, so I'm not trying to hate on Domino's. But Domino's is like, nobody else delivers? Okay, Domino's. Right? Or other places get your order wrong That's rude. Did you tell them? Yes. And? Did you not get a free pizza or something? Yes, and then they got that wrong. Oh. So I was like, "Peace out, oh. bye." Pizza okay, out. Exactly. Um, Did zombies call in? We got a lot of people on the line. Yes. Um, we asked if people really did believe My in people. zombies, My and people. Bradley wants to be supported in this. So let's go to Mikey first. At least you understand that I'm right. Hi, Mikey. Hello. Uh, what's your feeling on the zombies, Mikey? A lot of people hear the word zombie and they go straight to like old school, just crazy zombies walking slow. But with today's technology and the understanding of the word zombie, it's just reanimating the human body. It doesn't have to be like have a personality. You know, they're trying to figure out how to cure diseases like muscular dystrophy, how to make your muscles move better. And what if they come up with a way to just make a dead body move and then it doesn't necessarily have to eat brains or flesh but the body is reanimated i mean our technology you are a brilliant man right now what's your name again sir mikey mikey you are a smart smart man and i i honor your intelligence thank you so much thank you mikey what a that is just he let's go to Gave you it. know, quiet. We've yes. got other people we need to talk to. Let's Zombie. talk to Jean Ann. Hi, Jean Ann. Uh, zombies, yay or nay? Um, 
Well, I mean, you know, nay, because you. Yeah, but thank you. I'm not, I'm not worried about them because uh, I have a plan. Oh, good. So, What's your zombie plan, girl? Dude, if I tell you, I'm going to have to, you know. Oh, well, email me. Mm. Give me a hint. Oh, okay. Give me a hint. <laughs> it's basically head north. There you it's go. Arsenal, hit, hit an arsenal and then head north. Okay, arsenal and Well, north. what happens? I mean, what if they go? Are the, are the zombies not going north? It's cold. It's freeze, cold, you know. Yeah. They, they move do, real I, slow. I'm sorry. Do, are zombies cold sensitive? Yeah, they get real slow. Everybody oh my gosh, you guys don't pretend. Thank you, Gina. No, zombies are real. Okay. You heard that? You heard ben, Mi- Mikey? Stop, Ben. Ben, please tell me you have some logic that you'd like to apply yeah. to the situation. This is, by the way, Ben. Yes, I just want to. I want to make it clear to you, Ben, that you're speaking to a woman who doesn't believe we landed on the moon. Don't feel in any way shunned with your beliefs. Share. Um. I don't believe zombies like Hollywood's movies where they're dead and come back to life, but I believe scientists could make something that causes the brain to go haywire and cause people to attack, mm-hmm. like a nuclear weapon of sorts, oh, not, yeah. not a um, nerve weapon. Yeah, ooh, like I like a nerve that. gas, mm-hmm. a gas that would do that. Gas. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brett, thank you, Ben. You are speaking Bradley's language ben when you talk about me. gas. Are we working with a zombie, Colleen? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to eat your face off. We got one more? No, we no. got zero more. Who's on that There are only three people in our audience that agreed with you. Uh, that's more than none. Thank you for the math. Okay. <laughs> I asked. That's three more than zero. Yeah, you, you asked like you act like it's people. It's also two more than one. And it's how many one times more did we than go two. To the, how many times did we go to the moon? Genius. We don't have time to talk about oh, that. Hey, Holly, could you do me a favor and play the Sex in the City theme song? I didn't know it either. That's Zombie. not the point. When we come back, we're going to get to your daily snap judgment answers. That's a this or that question. Zombies. We ask every day. I'm not going to get eaten. On my Talk 1071's to Facebook page. Bye. Today we ask the question, what, Bradley? Chew on your face. Uh, what? Uh, taffy, salt water, or laffy? That is the question. You answer it. We'll judge you for it. And then we'll check in with our buddy Donnie mm. on the other side. What's this song again? I think that this is Different the Today Show open. We'll be back. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Be caller number seven. You will win your way into the Bachelorette premiere party on Monday. So make sure you can go before you call. All right. Now on the Colleen and Bradley show, it's my talk one zero seven one streaming live at mytalk one zero seven one dot com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We like to go over to our Facebook page, the My Talk one zero seven one Facebook page, and yes, read through your queen. answers to today's daily snap Facebook. judgment. That is the this or that question we ask every day. Today we asked what Bradley Trainer. Today the question is, my friends, taffy, salt water, or a and we had some answers. Uh, Verlin said salt water from Arnold's Park in Iowa. Ooh. Can I ask a question about um, salt water safety? Sure. So why is salt water safety like a tourist destination thing? Do you ever notice that you go to like a touristy place and they have salt water taffy? Always. They don't have laffy. Right? Mm-hmm. And then you don't just like walk into a CVS and buy a bag of salt water taffy. No, you have to get it at a tourist location yeah why is that i don't know or the fair i always get it at the state fair you get a box there are other people who said that very same thing in fact 
Um, where I don't remember where I saw it, but somebody did say I love to get it at the state fair. Mm. Uh, I bet you do. Dennis said, I remember the Laffy Taffy when growing up. I think they had chocolate. No! I am more familiar with Laffy, so I say no to Salty and more to Laffy. That sounds like a weird. That sounds like a weird. Oh, it was Robin. She said saltwater from the state fair. They did have chocolate Laffy Taffy. Okay, that sounds disgusting. Ish. Ew, ew, sugar. I was saying sugar, by the way, because it almost sounded like I was going to I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Say something else. But yes. it kind of looks like that. Uh, Laffy Taffy Hot Cocoa Flavor. That's a what? thing. Ew. Ew. Kathleen said saltwater licorice. Licorice. Well, liquor, yuck. <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, liquor, I'm not going to liquor yuck. You liquor yuck. Jennifer said, Laffy, <laughs> it's got better flavor. Ding. What happened to our dinger? Holly's busy. She's oh, uh, taking. because she had the calls. Yeah, she's I have doing to give away Bachelorette premiere party tickets. She's dealing with stuff. And somebody has them, so. Yay, congratulations. Holly. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, hi. How are you? How are you, Brenly? Are you Are you having a good time? I just wanted to know if want you want to watch knew- Sex in the City reruns together. Later? Not, you guys, stop it. Can we just say hi to somebody here? Hi. No, the person. <laughs> God. Give it up that, for Donnie. That one. That person. Oh, hey, Donnie. So Donnie's pretty good. I'm trying to have a conversation with you, Donnie. You interrogate Donnie. Shameless plug, uh, Holly and I just posted uh, episode six of Stories from Top 40. Well, that's awesome. Where do we hear that? Episodes. You can hear it on Podcast One or the My Talk app or wherever you get your podcasts. That's well true done. Story. Well stories done. from Top 40. Anyway. What was the topic this week? Uh, the payola scandal. Ooh. Payola. Yeah, it was good stuff. <laughs> Payola. Yes, good stuff. Anyway, chocolate Laffy Taffy was a thing. I just want you all to know. Ew. So, Donnie, the conversation we are currently engaged in is not about zombies, nor is it about the (laughs) Sex and the City theme. Okay. You will have to, if you missed any of that, go back and listen to the podcast of the Colleen and Bradley Show, available to you on demand through the app or on my talk one hundred and seven. Sex in the zombies in the city. Thank you. Do you believe in zombies? Sex in the city. Do you believe in zombies? That is not the question. That's not the question. No, the question is. Believe in zombies? Focus, Bradley. Focus. Taffy, salt water or laffy? Salt water. I think it's a little bit closer to what it's supposed to be. what? It's supposed to be. Well, yeah, I mean, as it was invented back in the, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Change is not acceptable. Back in the taffy. So we should all be driving model Fords. <laughs> Donnie's projecting. <laughs> Somebody you know, feel a little I, uh, old. I don't come in here to be laughed at. Actually, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, it? yeah. Well, at least we acknowledge that. your presence, Donnie. Oh, hey. This is a- hey. Hello. Hey, uh, Holly. Uh, saltwater or Laffy? Saltwater. Hmm, why? 
more varieties. <laughs> Why? And also, hmm. it reminds me of my childhood going to resort towns and the saltwater taffy machine would be pulling the taffy. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Suddenly, Holly's you know, childhood puller. Estes Park, Colorado, yeah. Santa mm. Cruz, Coney California. Island from Naples, California, which is really Florida. <laughs> okay. okay. They're a little. Okay. <laughs> or um, Italy. I, Hollywood, Florida. <laughs> right. Bradley. Which there really is one. But. Uh, so, uh, taffy, saltwater or laffy? Oh, for the love of geez. Uh, saltwater because I'm I'm an old lady and I like old lady candies. And I just he like the, the, the different flavors. Laffy taffies are too intense and there's too many banana flavored ones. Oh. I don't like banana flavored ones. I don't things. like banana. Mm-mm. I don't like green apple. The, really, the all I can abide is maybe a strawberry. I'll ultimately, cherry of the artificial fruit flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so there's limited options. But then you've got the taffy. You've got, ooh, maple. You've got things like licorice. You've got um, pistachio, orange. Wow. Okay. This feels like... A whole cavalcade of Yeah, flavors. I mean, this really feels Bubba Gump right now. Yeah. It's you, Bubba Colleen? Gump Taffy Company. Um, n- none Taffy. Well, you can't, you can't answer that. that. I have That's to. That's not how it works. You can't I handle the truth. There's a gun to your head, and you're literally going to say no, thank you. I mean, I'd get the laffy just for the joke, okay, but like, I don't want to eat it. I'll. You, you get can eat the it. Laffy just for the joke, right? She throws away the candy. God, that's sad. I don't mm-hmm. want the candy. It's not good for your teeth, you guys. Oh, 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 oh. excuse me. Also, I don't like to have to work that really hard wanna... to eat things. Oh, I don't want to have to work that oh, hard. Gosh, what do you mean? You put it in your you mouth. You put it in your mouth. Yeah, but it's so sticky. Can you let the saliva break it down for you? You oh, don't yeah, have to do what anything. Enzymes Who's are got for? time for that? Oh my! Well, oh my put God. it in the microwave you, for twenty you're seconds. You're a modern do you gal eat on the go? Rolls? No. The only thing I will eat that is hard to eat that I enjoy it's is not hard to eat. Whoever said, <laughs> "God, I hate taffy." It's so many so chews. Hard to eat. The only thing that I like to eat that is difficult to eat. Thank you. Is you're not welcome. But- Bitto honeys. It's the same oh. thing. Ew, that's a, ew, that's ew. the same thing. How Colleen. can you eat that? That's like that's honey I, taffy. I take that's offense. Like right? That a is my only <laughs> difficult to eat candy. You don't it's like- not difficult. Whoever <laughs> said bit of honey was difficult? Well, actually, oh, it, it is. is very, very difficult. Very difficult. Lines. <laughs> Let's see what the score calls. The zombies or the bit of honey? I think I think zombies every day of the week. <laughs> also, no. milk duds are really hard to eat. Okay, oh, now yeah, I yeah, will yeah, give you milk duds. I will give you milk duds are hard. But laffy taffy. You think oh. milk duds are easier than laugh or harder than yes. laffy taffy? Oh, by far, because uh, milk duds are usually stale and grody, and you have to chew them to make them molten. Whereas laffy taffy, you bite into that sucker. The other one that's hard to eat, I will say, and is often a tease, is now and later's. Because that sucker, you got to suck on oh, that forever and until it, it gets That's why soft. it's now and later. You have some now. You're Save still it eating for later. it later. Exactly. Hey, thanks for coming right. in, Donnie. Glad we got to use you to your full potential. Lori and Julia coming up next, and we'll be back tomorrow. I just like to... Never mind. Oh, no, no. You're done. We're done. Time's up. We'll be back tomorrow. Bradley will be a zombie by then. Uh. My Talk 1071. Everything. If you put oi and poodle together in the same sentence, you'd have a great new catchphrase, you know? Like, oi with the poodles already. (laughs) Entertainment.